<laughs> That's so good. And just like being able to like just take something and then just run as far as they can with it. <laughs> just like <laughs> honestly incredible. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone beyond the binary, welcome to another episode of the Cheeky Podcast. Oh yeah! Ooh! Woohoo! This episode, we are doing a Clowns React, and we are going to be talking about a Netflix comedy special called Middle Ditch and Schwartz. Oh yeah, I'm excited. I I'm so excited for this episode. I had such a fun time watching... Mm. This comedy special. And we will include a link so you can watch the comedy special if you have Netflix uh, in the description. And you can uh, maybe check it out if you want to watch it before you listen or watch it after. You're yeah. Up to you. Uh, this is not a spoiler-free podcast, so proceed with caution. We are going to spoil this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a guarantee, basically. It's a guarantee. Like, I- <laughs> for analysis sake analysis analysis for analysis sake it's gonna be spoiled because yeah, anyway yeah well and we apologize and no no sorry not sorry. <laughs> absolutely not sorry this is what you came here for this is your fault not ours <laughs> for those of you who don't know i'm tom and with me here is ian hello uh we are two nika graduates uh from Melbourne, Australia, and we both specialized in clown, among other things. This podcast is a simple way for us to laugh, learn, and share our love of clowning with you all. Mm, yes, it is. Oh, yes, my opening my opening statement for uh, this episode is that Middleditch and Schwartz, the three-episode comedy special, has a 100% Review score on Rotten Tomatoes, just so you know. That's pretty incredible. Which means it's legit pretty good. You know, I think if something has 100%, <laughs> it's, it's going to be pretty good. So It's not just us saying it. It's not just, yeah. Rotten, you know, Rotten Tomatoes is uh, is gospel when it comes to reviews. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, if it doesn't say so, then it's not. It's fake news. Absolutely fake. <laughs> Alrighty, we are going to crack on into it. So, how Middle Edition Swartz is presented, it's a completely improvised uh, comedy show. And how this works is that the two of them come up on stage and they present to the audience, they uh, prompt uh, the audience to call out and suggest something they're either excited of or terrified of coming up in the future for them. And so, after they get a uh, situation back, it could be, well, the first episode is all about a wedding they then uh ask if they do a few questions back and forth and they say like uh is there any characters um along like who Mm. was in the story so they'll often get you know a scenario and they'll gather like a setting like where these things happened and uh the characters to the people and these are the things that uh, are referenced uh often very funnily are are referenced in the performance Mm. comedic devices Comedic devices. Uh, one thing I definitely recognized um, for, well, for comedy's sake, is that they were excellent at uh, callbacks. And, yes. Um, 
So for those of you that don't know what a callback is, a callback is when something is referred to uh, from a previous moment. And um, since, as we already described, the setting or the characters are referred to, uh, are given to them by the audience, uh, Middleditch and Schwartz do an excellent job of dropping the joke of remembering something that the audience Mm. had said and uh, often um, get laughs from it. They do it very well. Yeah, they're very, very, um, got really good memories for it. They've obviously practiced a lot, but they're, they're just quite on it, you know? Uh, yeah, they have, they have fantastic memories. And, um, I suppose that comes from doing so much improvised comedy. I wonder, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to look up how many shows they've done of that and like whether they do it every night. So yeah, then, you know, Your brain would just be like firing on all, on all mm. cylinders there. I noticed that um, this isn't quite the comedic devices, but I noticed that the way that they they structured their improv, because obviously you've got to have some sort of structure, is that they would at least in the um, in the wedding episode they're they're looking for a story, like and I'm sure they do this in the other ones. They're they're looking for oh a, like a, a like a story format, like a, for, a beginning, middle, and end. And even if they begin kind of in the middle of an event, there's still a beginning, middle of end to the story. And they, like, it's very, as you would expect, it's very character driven. And because Mm. it's improvised, they can kind of go anywhere they want with it, which is quite cool. Yeah. Ah, to build on that. I remember in the, the, well, in the, the wedding episode, the one we're talking about, every time it sort of was as though that the wedding was in a continue on. Like the ceremony was going to happen, they often jumped to side characters to kind of delay, mm. like the obvious, like the obvious, mm. you know, things that are going to happen. They stretch it out to, to like sort of flesh out the whole scene a bit more. I thought they did that; they were really clever with that. Mm. Mm. And and um, spoilers with the ghost, um, like they 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 did a very good like Chekhov's gun with it, you know. What's like, a Chekhov's gun? For everyone who doesn't know, Chekhov's gun is, um, it's, I think it's like kind of this rule invented by someone Chekhov or Chekhov someone. I don't actually know, but, um, basically, yeah, it's, it's a part of a three. So if you have a three act play in the first act, you show, you set the scene and whatever in the second act you show the gun and in the third act the gun must be used yeah basically that ghost thing was so interesting because i re rewatching it quickly before the recording he just sort of introduces the character and then just leaves it <laughs> he's like i have yeah. a ghost and yeah, the guy, I think- and he's like okay We'll come back to that later. We'll come back to that later. (laughs) (laughs) And then they tied it in perfectly with like... Yeah. (laughs) It was so good. It was so, so, so good. Super clever. I think, yeah, I think he just panicked and was like, I don't know what to do. I'm a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) I really, really clever. liked how... It's, again, it's not so much a comedic device, but it's you, they used it for comedy for sure. Is how they were they were happy to like break character to like establish mm. 
the scene, but Noel also established the scene. They were happy to, like, basically corpse. <laughs> yeah, fully. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know what corpsing is, corpsing is when you, like, just uh, break character to laugh. And um, I think they originated corpsing from, like, you know, a, someone pretending to be dead. And then they, like, might start laughing and it ruins the, them being dead. And uh, oh, that's the theater, cool. the theater term is, um, is corpsing. We'll have to fact check it. I'll include a link in the description. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were happy to, like, corpse and then, you know, have a conversation medium mm. prompt and then really mm. quickly just jump straight back into it. I thought that was... Uh, it was really know, cool. And, it, and like, still worked. And, like, sometimes they would do it, but they were, like... Like, they would... I don't know. They would be like discussing the character because they because they, they've got to remember all these characters. So they, they <laughs> yeah. sometimes are try, they're trying to remember who all the characters' names are and stuff. And so, like while they're discussing, they're still kind of in character in air quotes, but they're like discussing like. And then there was then there was what's what's uh what's the name? Oh, uh, Darlene. No, it wasn't Darlene. It wasn't Darlene. What was it? Was and they're just like they're just discussing as themselves, but it's still kind of in character. I thought that like semi kind of you don't know whether they're still in character or not it was quite interesting. It was quite cool, especially when um uh, uh like the uh, main guy's playing Amber and he's like, oh hi, my name's Amber, and he's like, is it? <laughs> yeah. because, he'd, because the one character already introduced themselves using another name yeah yeah he didn't go with really it at good. all he's like no it's no I think you have another name <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was really the, cool again um, I, I, I think it's just it's honestly just more discussion than uh, than the comedic device but I lo- one thing I really noticed with these guys is how they were able to, like, make problems, like, out mm. of thin, thin air. And I think, mm. I suppose, in a narrative structure, like, the problem is, like, you always want problems. That's the driving force, yeah. For yeah. Me. And so they would just sort of have a conversation, and then one of them would just, like, drop something, and it would just make, it would either make a problem, or it would make kind of some um, drama around the scenario. Yeah. For example, yeah. like, for example, like the two in the opening of the wedding episode, mm. they have two characters that are talking, and they, you know, they're at the they're at the wedding, and they're like, oh, like, you know, and oh, you know, you know, my best man. Of course, I trust you. And the other one's like, oh my god, I'm your best man, as yeah. if he wasn't told. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was such a like that extra, like adding another layer to this relationship. They just like continue to add. Little yeah. bits and pieces like that. And it, it, it was really, really clever. It's such quick thinking, man. Like, mm. They're such quick thinkers. And then, like, them being able to swap between all the different characters and make it yes. clear that they're swapping is yes. was just so impressive. And it was, like, clear. And I noticed that they used where they were on stage as a clear indicator of who they were. Mm, yeah, like their physical location was was mm. one, was an anchor, mm. and not only would they swap characters, but they would swap into each other's characters, mm. like like mid kind of like even mid conversation. So one person would establish a character, and then the other would turn into who they were as another person is introduced, and they would yeah. do that very smoothly as well. Yeah, that it was. Yeah, that that's very true. It was really smooth, and it, like didn't it didn't you weren't really that confused through it. No, like they 
they're very good at making clear who they are. They um one thing I noticed is they often had like a singular uh physical cue with each of their character changes. Mm. Uh so with uh, when he transforms into Marley, uh like well, a girl, he sort of the first thing he does when he decides to be that character is he'll do his hair. Or he'll mm. like, you know, flick his hair and like Right. Sh- short Paul kind of always had like the the, accent. That, the, the voice, you know, they had yeah. some like physical attribute. Oh, also they, as a note they did the it's the the use of like a physical prompt is more clear in their other episodes. Hmm. Right. I could not believe how much I don't know if it was just this this these one these few specials that they filmed or if they always do it, but in the ones they did have recorded were quite good. I couldn't believe mm. how much depth they were able to bring to these characters on the fly and like like the like the brother. The brother character who, like, yeah. was super, you know, always showing off, but also really sensitive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fully. And, like, <laughs> when short Paul was like, wait, she, she calls me just Paul? And he just, like, starts yeah. to cry. <laughs> and he pretends to cry. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, my, oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, dude. Please watch the episode if you haven't seen it, guys. If it's you're listening, honestly, it's so, so brilliant. It's so It's brilliant. very, very good. I know sometimes <laughs> we're like, it's really good, go watch it. But really, though, really, though. If you watch n- none of the things we talk about in all our other <laughs> podcasts, watch this one. Watch this one. It's so good. Favorite moments. Favorite moment. Woo. All right. Um, I think my favorite, my f- absolute favorite moment from the wedding episode, and I, I'm sh- I'm sure it's might be yours as well. <laughs> is just the reveal of the ghost being oh. the the murder victim was ah it was so good it was so good that was super clever (laughs) that honestly i'd forgotten about that that before since you mentioned it yes it is (laughs) they tied that whole piece together it's incredible so so well (laughs) like oh oh man how do they end it again does he sort of reveal does the ghost reveal what happened He's so, like, oh, actually, what happened? So there, so um, uh, what's her face? The the bride is Kath- like Kathleen. Kathleen, sure, it can be Kathleen. So Kathleen, <laughs> Kathleen is uh being like confronted by Short Paul, and he's like, no, I uh I didn't uh he didn't shoot you, I did, and then she's like, oh, I don't know who sh- who actually shot me, uh. Like, and the other guy's like, what? Choose right now, either me or him. And she's like, oh, I don't know who, who actually, like, who actually shot the guy that was trying to steal my pearls. And then the priest who is, who is this point at this point has been like the ghost throughout the whole thing. He's been the priest ghost. He also, he's like, I can tell you who did it. And he turns out to be the murder victim. And so then he explains that it was an accident. And then 
After being told that he was loved, he then <laughs> got oh. sent back <laughs> to heaven. <laughs> it's so cool how again, like all the all of the characters have like something that they want. Mm. They always give the characters like something they desire, or like a f- it's mm. either a desire or like a critical flaw about them. Mm. Oh man, so good! What was your favorite moment? My favorite moment. I thought I honestly thought we were going to say the same thing here because we both hadn't talked about it yet. Yeah, <laughs> but again, it, again, it's like a sort of like a reveal of like how they tie the story together. Yeah, yeah. And it was when um, I think it was Thomas Middleditch. Uh-huh. I think it was when Thomas Middleditch was talking about how he and the bride broke up and he was like weaving in the Batman origin story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, you know, we were both at the opera and and a gunman came out and he had and he went for the pearls of the necklace. <laughs> And he had a clown mask on. And then when he said, like, a little boy was watching. Yeah. And then um, Benjamin Schwartz was like, oh, my God, was the boy watching? Instead of being Batman, obviously. It was like, oh, my God, is that the groom? (laughs) 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 And then then when when, uh, Ben said, that's so funny because... The way that the groom tells the story is that he saved Kathleen. Yeah. And that became kind of like... That oh, was like the dude. motive. Man. I couldn't believe how they managed to like pull that out of their asses. It's so good. <laughs> and just like being able to like just take something and then just run as far as they can with it. <laughs> just like... <laughs> Honestly incredible. We were at the opera. I th- I love it when he sort of chuckles and he realizes to himself, like, I'm going to use the Batman theme yeah. right now. And then the other guy is like, I think I know what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely my favorite. I forgot about how they tied in the ghost at the end, but that was also That's so brilliant. It's like, oh, oh my God, I'm loved. I'm, I've got, where am That's I going? That's all I needed. <laughs> That's all I needed. <laughs> Fun facts! Trivia! Slash fun facts. (laughs) Forward slash. So, I found out that the two of them, Ben Schwartz and Thomas Middleditch, um, they've separately been doing improv for 20 years, and together they've been doing improv for 12 years. So I don't know how much of the 20s wow. they're doing it together, but they've been doing it for such a long time. Holy, they've been doing it together for 12 years? 12 years. Holy they, shit. They've been performing that show for like four years or something. No way. It's nuts. No wonder they're so freaking good at it. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> that actually makes you feel a little bit better. Yeah, right? It's like, like wow, they, I'm not nearly that good. <laughs> they probably are some of the best of the best at that. Like, yes, I wonder... like, literally. Oh, like, okay, that does... That makes sense. Because I was like, holy... Yeah. I was so blown away by mm. 
how they did all that. And dude, oh, dude, you gotta watch the others, man. They're just I'll cut I'm them. going. Yeah, to. we gotta go watch them, man. That's crazy. Did they That's... meet? Do you know how they met? I believe that they met. They knew they knew each other beforehand, and they were doing their own little improv things. And then they um, decided to try and do improv with each other. And then they really liked each other's style. And then they were like, "Do you want to do improv together?" And so then that's when they started doing improv together, just like at like whatever like improv nights, I think. But this this Netflix special was kind of a way for them to try and. Uh, kind of broaden the horizon of what's kind of possible and like to show people that improv isn't just like this weird little side thing you know no. like that improv is like a full-on thing that you can do and you can get paid for like well because i i think often like my non-educated thoughts about improv mm. normally generally like oh you know it's never going to be that good Mm, but I remember exactly. seeing, I remember seeing a few things actually. One like, um, I think it was improvised Potter, something like that. Oh uh, yeah. Or something. It was at Adelaide Fringe a few years ago, mm. and they do improvised Harry Potter comedy, and um, they were brilliant. They were a tr- tr- yeah, They right. do it every year, and they were really, really brilliant, and. Um, so yeah, improv is absolutely a craft of its yeah, own. Yeah, there's a there's a few it of them can, in Adelaide Fringe. There's it can like um a profession. Yeah, fully. Uh, there's like the completely improvised Potter, and then there's also completely improvised Shakespeare. They have shit faced Shakespeare. Do they also have improvised? I think there's improvised Shakespeare. Ah, cool. Wow. Cut on the on his on Thomas Middleditch's Wikipedia. It doesn't have anything about them working together for ages, which is annoying. But Middleditch yeah, did. Right. Um, he did the uh, Captain Underpants movie. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he voiced Harold Hutchins. The first he, epic movie. Wow, he's like a main character. He's like one of the two main characters. Oh, he was also in. Zombieland Double Tap. Oh, cool. Oh, he was in Godzilla, the King that. of Monsters. Oh my god, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, yeah, and he was like, he's, um, the guy from Silicon Valley as well. He's on heaps of television. The funny thing was, when I, when I saw Ben Schwartz, I was like, where have I seen this guy before? He was one I recognized. I felt like I recognized him, but I didn't recognize the other guy. Ben Schwartz is, uh, he was, he was in, uh, Parks and Rec. Oh. He was in the Lego Movie 2? <laughs> Probably as a voice actor. He was the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog in Sonic the Hedgehog last year. Oh, right. Cool. I haven't seen that one. He was the voice consultant of BB-8 in Star Wars The Voice Awakens. Oh, what? Yeah. What? What 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 did BB-8 sound like? Beeps. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode, everybody. We hope you've enjoyed it. Remember to rate us on iTunes and also leave us a review. Tell us which episode you like more of Middle Edition Schwartz. Follow us on Facebook. We post things there from week to week. 
and feel, feel free to contact us if you have any suggestions. We are Cheeky Productions on Facebook and we are CheekyProductions.org on the internet. That's right. We have a website. We are legit. <laughs> That's how you know. That's how, That's you, how know. you know. Yeah, thank you for tuning in. I really enjoyed watching the show. I really enjoyed recording this episode. We hope you yeah. also enjoy listening to us laugh about stuff we're retelling. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Joke of the day. Joke of the day. All right. Are you ready? For a joke of the day? Absolutely. A joke of the day. I'm ready. What do you call a train carrying bubblegum? What do you call a train carrying bubblegum? Yeah, you heard me. I don't know. A choo-choo train. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that is awful. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Alrighty, thank you for listening. Bye!